on the first day of Christmas, my keto gave to me. All right, hey, listen, real talk. As we segue into the holidays, it can be challenging for those of us that are on a diet. And let's face it, sticking with keto during the holiday carb fest can not only make you feel like a black sheep of the family, you'll also feel like an outcast, even a Grinch. But what if I told you there's ways to get around that awkwardness? What if I told you you can enjoy your holidays just like everyone else? There's no hack, no magic jelly beans, and no secret mantra to chant. Stay tuned because we're talking about how to keto through the holidays. Here we go. Welcome to Eat, Live, Love, Train. It's not a tagline, it's a lifestyle in a community of individuals devoted to food, wine, and wellness. I'm your host, Chef Shannon, executive chef, certified sommelier, and certified wellness coach. Also, proud Air Force veteran. Hashtag gratitude. As you listen, this will be one of the best moments of your week, where you're entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and enlightened like a sermon. If you're new around here, welcome. You can find me at eatlivelovetrain.com. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe. You can listen over iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa TuneIn, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. I appreciate you. And if you got something on your mind, feel free to DM me on Instagram at eatlivelovetrain. And if you're not new, then you already know how we get down around here. If you would like to be a part of the Food, Wine, and Wellness Tribe and get routine updates and notifications on pop-ups, live streams, promos, members-only exclusive videos, podcasts, and or giveaways, be sure to get on the list to receive a newsletter. You don't want to miss out on opportunities that will enhance your kitchen game, hosting skills, food and wine persona, and bring added value to both your personal and professional relationships overall. You can sign up to get all these updates at eatlivelovetrain.com forward slash newsletter. With a little luck, hopefully you made it through Thanksgiving successfully using willpower. You were faced with a colossal amount, a table full of carbs. And so what did you decide? How did you do? I am really curious on this one. There's nothing like Monday morning quarterbacking after Thanksgiving. See how folks did after the first wave of holidays? Now I always recommend a few different strategies and tactics that folks can use during the holidays. And one surefire way to power through your holidays is to follow a cycling plan. Now in essence, this is a keto cycling plan that allows you to give yourself a break occasionally. This is perfect timing, particularly during the holidays. All right, so let me break this down. We know and understand that keto has a reputation for strict adherence to our macronutrients. Keeping carbs at 20 to 50 grams per day, that eliminates a lot of food off the table. That type of restriction can even be more challenging during a time when you're faced with breads, pasta, cakes, pies, cookies, cocktails, and other types of sweets. Now, 
As such, there are many experts that advise being counterintuitive and simply taking a day off. Now, this is something that I've done uh, since I was a teenager. I mean, I was heavily involved in sports. But around the holidays, I made it a point to take a pause for the cause. And so don't look at this in terms of a cheat or cheat day or cheat days. There are many allied health and medical professionals that truly believe cycling is the way to go. And at its very core, all cycling is, is planning ahead or cycle planning. Hence the name cycling plan or keto cycling plan. As such, during the holidays, it's perfectly fine to indulge in a healthy way as opposed to a guilty way. And so what this does is it allows you to cycle in and out of ketosis while enjoying a more balanced diet on your days off. It's totally up to you on how you organize your cycling. Some people do five days of strict keto, followed by two days of non-keto. For other people, they may do a six days to a one day ratio. You could even switch it up so that you're doing keto three weeks on and then a few days off. So many people find that they can't stay on keto every single day for too long without taking a break. And so there are many allied health and medical professionals that recommend this very thing. And so when you know or you have planned for that break to come up in a few days or next week, it can really help you stick and adhere to the ketogenic diet, long term and short term. When I was active duty Air Force, even now, this type of cycling plan really works like a champ for me. And it was during that time that I saw and I got positive gains, great results over the years and continuing on to this day. Now, you may be saying, that's great, chef. Fine, coach. Let's get to the nitty gritty. How do you do it? Well, remember, if you're doing traditional keto, it breaks down to 75% fat, 15 to 20% protein, and 5 to 10% carbs. And so when it comes to you choosing a cycle day, you simply change those proportions to about 25% fat, 25% protein, maybe 50% carbs. And so during the holidays, it's perfectly normal to take a break, take a pause for the cause, so you can truly enjoy the holidays. But you have a strategy and play for you. And so the key to having a successful cycling plan is simply not to fall into a binge eating session for days. When you're doing a cycle day, it doesn't mean that you're having a big piece of cake, a large piece of pie, followed by some cookies, and then chased with large copious amounts of stuffing. <laughs> Yikes. Instead of that, make sure that you're eating wholesome, carb-rich foods. Rather than the marshmallow top sweet potato casserole, Go ahead and indulge in a baked sweet potato with butter. Now I will go ahead and say this. After you've been doing keto for quite a while, immediately you're going to notice how sweet certain foods start to be to your palate. There are also some other outstanding choices. Fruits, whole grains, maybe a warm bowl of oatmeal, 
starchy veggies like corn or beets. And when it comes to your weigh-ins, let's face it, many of us, we are always on the scale constantly watching our numbers. So what some people opt to do is to amp up their exercise program on cycle days. I have several friends that they train religiously, but around the holidays, they will step up the training game. <laughs> and they often joke they're doing extra bouts of cardio, longer bouts of cardio. They're hitting that Stairmaster 30 minutes more. They're jogging an additional five miles. And I say, hey, what gives? And they look at me and it's like, yo, it's the holidays, baby. I'm getting ready for it. There's nothing like putting in that little extra work before the holidays. Because you know you're going to be enjoying your holidays. And that's what cycle planning is about. Doing whatever you got to do. Putting in the work before the holiday or before your cycle day. So when the time comes, when you're at that social event, you can truly enjoy yourself. Now, keep this in mind. As you're consuming a little bit more carbs throughout the holidays, carbs hold more water in cells, and that alone can add a few extra pounds. However, once you're back into keto or ketosis again, your weight will stabilize. Now keep in mind also, you're going to have to deal with what I call holiday peer pressure. <laughs> During the holidays especially, People can take it personally if you refuse to participate in eating certain foods. You know, and Judy's going to feel some type of way when you're not partaking in her double dose of German chocolate cake. And there will be those rare occasions where you may have some family members that feel as if you are showing off or showing them up. Now, whichever scenario you're faced with, it may feel a little awkward to push back. Well, here are a few things that you can say and a few things that you can do whenever you're under those circumstances. One of the simplest things to do before you're going out in a social gathering, particularly during the holidays, is just let friends and family members know, hey, I'm going to be on a specific diet, and although I will be partaking, there are some foods that I won't be indulging in. So in essence, what you're doing is you're giving them a heads up notice. And this works exceptionally well when you're going to be attending the holidays at someone else's home. By letting the host know ahead of time, your eating constraints and dietary constraints, hey, everybody respects that. No matter what time of year it is. And by doing this, you may also find that the host may prepare a special dish for you given your dietary constraints. After all, friends and family members actually want to support those they love and care for, especially when it comes to specific dietary needs or dietary guidelines. At the same time, be sure you double down and you stand up for yourself as you stand your ground, politely but firmly. Because inevitably you're going to come across that family member that insists you have this or you have that. This is where you got to double down. Stand your ground. Discipline equals freedom. Now here's something else that you can do. Make sure that you simply plan ahead. 
there's nothing worse than if you're going to be going to someone's house. You don't want to show up hungry. So kind of pregame it, if you will. The last thing you want to do is show up at their home and you are faced with a bunch of carbs for appetizers. And they are going to be tempting. It's okay to have your own appetizer while you're still at your house before you take off. Also come up with a strategy on how you're going to mitigate certain foods once you do arrive at that social gathering. In many cases, social gatherings are pretty much the same when it comes to the type of foods that are going to be there. So you already know what to expect to be on the menu. But when it comes to the holidays, also keep in mind the reason that you're there, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's. It's about spending time, quality time, with friends and family and appreciate the blessings that have been bestowed upon us over the course of the year. Be sure to remember what's most important. When it comes to the holidays, it's about celebrating, it's about breaking bread, it's about sharing food, and it's also about sharing cultures. Don't get lost in counting calories, don't get lost in counting carbs, and absolutely positively do not stress out about this. Now, for those of you that want to stick with keto 100%, that's easy as well. Just be sure to plan. But those of you that plan on doing keto cycling, that requires some planning as well. But whatever you decide, just keep in mind, it's perfectly okay if you want some cake or if you want a slice of pie during the holidays. Because you know you don't eat that way all the time. And you can take solace in knowing that you'll be right back at keto within a day or within a couple of days. I'm super curious to hear what your holiday strategies are. Drop me a comment. Whatever you decide, just know that at the forefront, planning is paramount. And I wish you and your family happy holidays. These are my thoughts, and I'm curious to hear what you have to say on the subject matter. Feel free to send your comments or questions to chef-coach at eatlivelovetrain.com or you can DM me on Instagram at eatlivelovetrain. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. And remember, we are a reflection of what we eat. I'll see you next time.